This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now, and we're back. And my Mr. Guest, are you on the air? Yes, I am. Uh, I love that you're on the air, Mr. Guest. All right, Mr. Guest, here's how we play the game. Josh, our co-host, and Larry Dickman Mm -hmm. will be listening in. Josh is going to get uh, the following hints again. I'm going to give them some hints. And then he's going to have, how many questions do we vote on now? Six? Six. Six questions to ask you, Mystery Guest, in order for him to try to identify you. Uh, So I will tell him this. This was the hint that I gave him. This man, when I watched him play in the Houston Astrodome, only Nolan Ryan could compare to the impact that it had on my life. Okay. Question number one. Are you a musician? Do I have to be honest with these answers? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, I'm a musician. Okay. Do you play guitar? Occasionally I do. Yes, sir. Okay. Are you in a currently touring band? Yes. You are good. That's have you good. had Have you had hits in the last 10 years? Oh, yes. That's four. Uh, have you had hits in the last five years? That's five. Oh, yes. Currently touring band would sell enough tickets to play in the Astrodome. Sometimes plays guitar. Um, one more question. One more question. Guess. Are you Nickelback? God, no. God, oh, no. God, no. All right, I'm sorry. All right, we'll give you one more guess. Throw a guess out. Uh, are you... In Pearl Jam. Oh, I wish. I really wish I <laughs> okay, so I'm going to give you another another hint. Go ahead. My brother did a movie called The Hunt for Red. October. This is Blue October. Is it the lead yes. singer for Blue October? Yes, yes. I'm right there. Justin first and fell, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Good job. Thanks, dude. Thank you. Nice to talk to you. What's going on, Justin? Nothing, man. I just picked up my kid from school. And just driving through the uh, Texas Hill Country to take her home and chill out, put up Christmas lights, you know, before I got to get back on the road. God, I miss it down there, man. It's so beautiful where you live. Oh, man. It's it's, it's pretty nice. But, I mean, you live in a pretty nice place, too, Daniel. I do, so man. You're still, you're still going to have me out there on that lake sometime. Oh, yeah. You're coming. You're coming for sure. Bring the kitties. Bring the wife. Come on out and have fun. Oh, that'd be Going to nice. be great. Hey, so, so let's talk a little bit. What's going on with Blue October? Right. What are you guys working on? Man, we're we're um we're doing really great. We just had our tenth uh, top forty hit of our career happen last year, and um and we're an independent label now. I own my own record label, and it's it's going really well. Business has never been greater. We we just uh, finished filming a documentary that we started filming five years ago about um what it's like to try and stay sober. Uh, in the music business and, and what happens to your to your friends, your relationships, and, and watch how life kind of comes back together as you live the right way. And um, that, that's coming out uh, next March. Our new album and our new single, I Hope You're Happy, is coming out January 7th. So a lot of great things are happening, man. A lot of really good things are happening. You know, and I interviewed Justin for... Um 
uh, Recovery Today magazine. Uh, it was a live interview that was printed and then put the interview on camera online to watch. And it was uh, quite a compelling um, interview to do with somebody who has been so honest about his path, you know, where he was where he went to and where he is now. And, you know, nothing exemplifies it better than driving in the car with my kids yesterday and talking to them about, well, you know, my friend Justin's going to come on the show. He's my mystery guest. And so I started playing stuff from your last release. And then so yeah. so, so then my wife goes, wow, that's such a beautiful song. It was, it was the song about going home and seeing your wife. Uh, and, yeah. you know, and, 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 you know, and seeing your kids and, and, and then I turned around, the kids got out of the car and I said, you got to understand what Justin sang about 10 years ago. So I played her hate. <laughs> yeah. Great song. <laughs> I, played, I played her the song hate and she sat there and she literally went, that's the same guy. And I went, that's the oh, same God, guy. Yeah. That's the oh. same guy. That's what his life was then. And look at his life now. I, yeah, I think the crazy. the opportunity to be somebody that's as as followed as you are in the musical circles and the number of kids, you know, when I say kids, I mean, you know, 15 through 25, you know, and, and, and the ones yeah. that you can influence with your message now. How does that feel for you now to be in that position to bless them like that? Um, You know, I, I try to stay out of ego. I found that once I dropped my ego five years ago, that life got really easy. And life got so much better. Um, so I would just say as, as long as I'm living right and as long as I'm practicing what I preach and cleaning up my side of the street, it all seems to kind of fall in place and I can always stay on the same level as everyone that listens to me. The moment I start feeling like I'm above them and I can preach down to them is where it's all wrong. You know, it's like I'm just going to tell you what I've been through. I'm going to tell you how I fixed it. I'm not going to tell you what you should do. And I think that that, and I'm just really descriptive. I'm just as descriptive about peace and, and, and passion about life and the lust for life as I was about depression and the darkness and hate me and into the ocean end it all. You know, I'm just as passionate about that as I was about, uh, about depression as I am about happiness and pure peace. Cause it's just such a, a blessing. But the moment that I start Daniel, thinking, let me guide you to this beautiful palace of happiness through Justin's eye is really stupidity taking over. So I'm just, I'm just completely grateful that I get to do this. And then there's people that go, hey, I want some of what he's got. What's he doing? And then I just go, hey, I did this. Try it. You know, so it's, it's pretty cool, man. It's pretty cool. Yeah, oh, go, ahead, go ahead. I was going to say what's awesome about Justin and his band is that we, uh, we throw a concert at the company, The Great Other Bean. Called K Rockathon, yeah. uh, and he yeah. was up here for it in 2006. You played oh, our God. our Let big me show. Where I I mean I don't I wasn't working for the station then, but I don't know what kind of state you were in then versus now. Obviously, oh lord, is it like black and white from when you look back in those days uh, in 2006 to to you as a sober guy now? Oh God, it's 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 night and day. I yeah. mean, like the first thing I wanted to tell you is. I need to make an amends to you. Yeah. <laughs> the first thing I wanted to say was, I'm sorry. You know, because in 2006, oh my Lord, I thought that the, that the moon and the sun went up from, from when I woke up and the world was, I thought the world revolved all around me, but little did I know is that, man, you're just another, you are not as miraculous as you think. Yeah. You just wrote a good song that people like. Yeah. So chill out, be grateful, be blessed. The fact that I even played for a K-Rock event is something that is so extraordinary to me. 
but the fact that I don't remember it is the sad part. That's a bummer. That is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because K Rock was is my dream. Yeah. K Rock's always been my dream. It's always been anybody in an alternative rock band's dream. Yeah. To be at that station, to be welcomed in with welcome arms, and the fact that I can't remember it is is what really sucks. And I'm doing everything I can these days to do the next right thing so that if I do meet people from K Rock, I can go. Thanks for giving me that shot. I really appreciate it. I think we got to bring Blue October back into town. Don't you think we? Weren't you guys just somewhere near here? Where's the tour stops next? Uh, Well, we start. We're going to Germany and um, Moscow and UK, and then we start touring April, May, and June for the new album and the new single. And we're coming to California in June, and um, and the new the new single is going towards alternative radio, and it's going really good so far. We've got a lot of a lot of stations behind us, but the fact that, I mean, I'm not going to make this a business thing right now. I'm just going <laughs> to say that the fact that K-Rock opened their arms for me back then and I got to be a part of their legendary history, it's just, it's a bucket list thing for me as, as an artist. Awesome. You know, it, it, it really is. So well, I truly am grateful and I truly am sorry if I showed up with a bunch of, uh, Eyeliner on and uh, <laughs> and, uh, and and maybe remnants of throw up from the night before. I'm not really sure what happened. You yeah. Know, but- <laughs> Yeah, no. Yeah, no. We don't. Song. We don't remember it either, so it's all right. Yeah, it's all, right. It's all, all the right. blur. It's all the blur. <laughs> what? what uh, uh, are you in New York during the tour? Oh yeah, I'm coming to New York, baby. I just played your neck of the woods, but you were out of town. I think um, uh, we're coming to New York in May, so you got to come have dinner with me. Come have dinner with you, man. You got to come in, bring all the boys in the station. We'll do a K Rockathon on yeah, Josh has let's do it. the biggest show, fifty thousand downloads. I mean, the people Don't watch tell the show. Me that. You're just you're just you're making me all blush now. Um, you stop that. I, I'm telling you, you that Josh, it, Josh, who you're talking to, is K Rock Josh. His show is three hours long every morning. I will oh ride you. Come stay with me. We'll yes, ride in you're there. Coming in. We'll blast the album out. We'll do Josh's show, dude. I mean. That's a blessing to hear you even say that. And if that would actually happen, I would literally um, give you a foot rub, Josh. You better watch it because we're going we're gonna to podcast that. I'm taking you up on it, man. Hey, hey, man. I will sit there while you play my music and I will rub that foot. I will rub Deal. Deal. Watch out for Larry. Yeah. Watch Larry. out for Larry the Bulge. Larry's going to slide in too, man. Yeah, Larry's going to stick his bulges. Hey, that's fine. That's fine. You know, I don't, you don't even have to wash them. I don't care. I'll work it <laughs> Let's do this. All right. I want to end it. on this note. So, so when I called Justin, I said to him, he goes, man, I don't know a lot about sports, but one of my guys in my band really, I said, no, 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 we just want you on. So, so, but, but, but here's something that's a generic thing. What's your opinion on kneeling during the national anthem? Oh, Lord. You're going to get me on this, aren't you, Daniel? Come on now. Well, first of all, Daniel, let me ask you a question, okay? Tell me. Go ahead. Ask a que- answer a question well, real quick. I like your style. Okay. What are they kneeling for? Well, the, well so, so initially, the kneeling from uh, Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick, the quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, was due to the treatment of African Americans in this country and police brutality against African Americans. Long lost, in my opinion, is any sight of that being the reason. And when Trump turned around and attacked Kaepernick, it suddenly became a, really an, an anti-Trump movement. So that's been right. that's been my opinion of it has been, we're not even looking at all anymore why Colin did this. It's all about, you know, 
the the impropriety or is it a poor choice to show your protest? And I get all the people that say, look, I, even military guys, we had a guy on here that said, I fought for the right for people to kneel during that anthem if that's their choice. I just wondered whether or not, in my opinion, I wondered, isn't there another way to protest this? I'd love to see an athlete say, I'm not going to play. I'm not going to play right. in the game. Now, that would be a, a protest right. of, of, of sacrifice to themselves. But I wonder, yeah. I put you on the spot now, what's your opinion? My opinion is uh, what he is protesting when he initially kneeled, I mean, I completely understand what he is protesting. I completely agree with what he is protesting. But my personal, and this is just me, mm-hmm. I feel like our flag is something that should be always respected. And I feel like our flag, American flag, is what gives us our freedom. And without that flag that you're literally kneeling and turning away and without that flag, you have, you don't have rights anymore. So I feel like once you kneel, it's kind of like spitting in the face of all the people that went and fought for that. Right. I mean, do I agree with what he's protesting? Yeah, man, do that. Take that. Take, get, don't play a game. Um, get out there in the streets and do what you need to do. I'm going to write the parody song. Kneeling. But you know what I'm saying? It's like, in, my, in my view, I would kneeling. never have disrespected our flag for, I agree for, with you. for a protest. I agree with you. That's why we're best friends. I agree with you. Yeah. Justin, my man. To each their own. To each their own. Yeah, man. You're right. To each their own reach. If you can't cop it, it's not yours to have. Justin, thank you so much for calling in, brother. We love you. Dude, I had a great time. Anytime y'all need me on the phone to mess with somebody, I'm right there, baby. Thank you, I like Justin. It. I love it. Thanks, Justin. I'll call you later. <laughs> All right, bye. Peace. Bye, brother. We will come back and ready to close out the Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio Syracuse.